1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness.
2: Yo, my man. Yo, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Jeff is uh, watching his first live stream on a Twitch. Twitch. Hi, Jeff. Twitch.tv slash Live. I want you to walk dainty. Oh, yeah. I can do that. I don't know. I just walk. How well can you see me over here?
3: I believe this was... Can, am I still allowed to do this? Yeah. I believe this was dainty. Do <laughs> <laughs> ah, I still have it?
2: Yeah, you still, still got a little old got, now.
3: I still got a coach. Don't
2: say that. <laughs> it's true. Don't say that. Feels awful. like your like your back that used to be sexy. Now it looks no, like your back hurts. No,
3: I put my I always put my hands I know, like but it
2: used to be now it looks like you're walking uneven. You might need a knee replacement. That's probably all true. <laughs> I feel like I look the same.
3: I'm Man. sure I don't. I'm quite sure. I well, remember back then I think also I it was in my
2: underwear. So you're probably remembering it differently. I, I remember. That was what it was a that was more of a limp. What I did just now? Yeah, more of a limp. I'll work on it, Jeff.
3: <laughs> Come back tomorrow, and I promise I'll have it mastered. I'll work on it all night and in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> I like your shirt.
2: Thanks. Dude, the Lions the, uh, shirt.
3: What's, oh, today's only Wednesday. Yeah. I think it was Thursday for some reason. Because the Chiefs have a bye week this week, I think. Yeah. yeah, they do. I heard somebody say that yesterday. The Lions already had theirs. I think they did. I was thinking they did. I don't know. Anyhow, what else is going on? Oh, I know you watched... Get Gotti. I did. I thought that was really good. You A watched good documentary. All of them? It was good, right? It's it's not uh, too long. No, just it the right length. And was pretty quick. Yeah. and it's interesting. Every it's part insane, of insane it's interesting. Time. Exactly.
2: Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I think and the still people think that, most that they interviewed good, were, up. you know, it wasn't one of those where the, these are like tertiary figures. These right. were the guys who were like, no, I worked I bugged his office. Yeah, I mean, I, they had. I went in there. They were there. I was there's, scared. There's, there's guys the kept the walking towards the door. I thought they're going to kill me. I hid yeah. in the box. The
3: the the cops that go to do that stuff, like to go set the the tap in the phone or whatever, I, you know, in Gotti's office. If you haven't seen it, I mean he had this club. I don't you probably remember the club because you just watched it last night. What was the name of the club? Well, the Raven,
2: that was the one he went to. The but, first but, one was the what was one that he, Ben and Something yeah, Hunt Club.
3: Yeah, exactly. Okay. I can't think of what the name but that's one I'm thinking of. And that's one where they were trying to get in there, but there there were guys there most of the time. But that's where Gotti went all the time to have his meetings with his right. lieutenants and captains or whatever. So the cops, well, you got three, right? you got the FBI, you got the cops, and then you've got the Organized, uh, organized Crime, crime, crime force. Task Force. And so they're all kind of battling it out to see who can bring these guys down. It seems like they don't work together very
2: well. No. but And they admit it. Yeah, they talk like about it. We could have got there. them earlier if we would have just shared our stuff, but we never did. I
3: don't even remember which guys went in and tapped. I think it's the Organized Crime Task Force. The Organized
2: t- Crime Task Force, they... Bugged the original club. Okay, that's what before I'm thinking. He of. was a boss. That then time when he became a boss sitting outside. He went to, or when he became the, you know, the head of it. Mm-hmm. Then they went to the Ravenette Club, and then they bugged that, but there was nothing in there, and they realized he was going upstairs to some old lady's to the apartment. apartment. Yeah, but and then they bugged that.
3: Just the idea, just the thought of going in that place. They've got these lookouts out there, and they kept calling her off. You got a guy who's got to pick the lock. Once mm-hmm. he picks the lock, then you send the cops in there to actually put the bug in the phone. And I don't know how long it takes. I mean, they talked about it, I guess. But any time is too long, especially when the guy who's picking the lock can supposedly get this done in a few minutes, and he has to be called off like 15 times. You're like, someone's right. coming. Right. Someone's coming. I mean, the amount of nerve. So once you're inside that place, I don't know what the mafia's rules are, if they walk into their club and encounter a cop bugging no. their phone. But I wouldn't feel great about it if I was a cop. No, I, I think assume there's a them. good
2: chance that they just kill you in that moment. And I don't think that guy's going to say he's a cop. No, I mean, if, well... Because that's what they even said sometimes. They're like, we're burglars. Yeah, you have We to, have to be, you know... They said it more than once. Like, if we get caught in here, we're burglars. Right. They,
3: they had to hide the fact... Because they didn't want them moving locations and mm-hmm. having to figure out where it was. Right. So, yeah, they would have to catch you in the actual act of putting the thing in the phone, I guess. But either way, they walk in there and... You're pretending to be a burglar. You're definitely dead. Yeah. I would I would think. I don't know. You're at least getting your ass beat. It's not worth it. No. I mean, I know these guys have a lot of pride. They wanted to bring this guy down, but I'm just watching it, and I'm thinking it's not worth it. I don't know how much you guys get paid. I'm guessing the FBI people make the most. It's not worth it. The woman from the Department of Justice who brought the first case against Gotti, uh, the prosecutor, I just thought, it's not worth it. I don't know you know, what kind of threats you received. Also, just how popular Gotti was with the public, how popular he became. It's just... I just, somebody else can do it. I would just say I don't have a case. I don't right. have it. Sorry, we just don't have enough, boss. We don't have enough. I don't Especially need that. Especially after they
2: lost a couple.
3: Exactly. Then it's really, I'm just totally out. Forget about it. I don't want anything to do with this. And, I mean, I get it. it it's... The same thing that you talk about, why Tom Brady's Tom Brady and why... Right,
2: these guys, that's what they do. We right? don't
3: understand them. It's because they have this drive to be great and be... I just don't understand that risk that you're taking. There are people that I don't want to talk about, I'd love to talk trash on, that are not mafia members, that are not really scary, but I just think that their followers could be slightly annoying. Right. And I'm like, nah, never mind. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't want to talk about them. They'll probably right. annoy me and start adding me in a bunch of tweets. Just It's not worth it. This is obviously... A few levels above that. And all of them are just more than willing, it would seem, to do that stuff. They, they're excited by it. And I always thought being a cop could be exciting, but I don't want to go into John Gotti's club. Yeah, I don't and want start to testify in on. that. No, 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 no. I mean, you know that
2: he's getting to jurors. I don't know how they do it, but they did it. It's, it's really just like the movies. Well, that one they said, which I thought was crazy, that the one mob guy yeah. said to the attorney, like, Wait. Are you taking the jurors out of here in limos and driving them home? And they're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "It's not going to work." He's going to get to one of them. Yeah, like they're going to follow him home. And that lady was like, "You watch too many movies." And then they're like, "No." He got to one of them. Instead of killing anyone, he just paid him sixty grand. Yeah, like that was it. They know that now. I mean, it really. I, mean, does I was seem like, like the movies. man, they're going to follow him home. I thought maybe he, you know, like kill his wife or who knows, take his kids or say, I'll kill your kids. Somebody? Now I exactly. know where you live. Like. That would be more like. I'm sure he was. I'm sure that was spoken. Yes. Like yes. I'm going to give you sixty grand, and it's not guilty, and you're going to be a friend. Right. This is not not a choice. (laughs) That's just. I'm giving you the sixty grand because I'd like to do that. Yes. Out of the kindness of my heart, but. Don't confuse my, my kindness. kindness with weakness. <laughs> exactly, I will kill you and all your right. whole family. You have if to this take goes the money. South, you are dead. Take the money. Yeah, because that way you get in trouble too. Yep. Yeah. Brooke was like, "Would you take the money?"
3: I was like, "You don't have a choice. No, you take There's the money." No, and she's like, "Oh, I guess you're right." I was like, "There is no way. Even if they don't make those threats, you know who they are. Yeah. The the mob has just gotten to you. You have to have seen some movies,
2: at least one or two. By now, you they go. Yeah, no. I'll just,
3: they they know where we live." It's not forget it's about. done like I don't go
2: I thought do I take the money or do I go into court and tell them that I've been tampered with? oh no <laughs> right, then what I spend the rest of my life on the witness protection program right. if I'm lucky right if I'm lucky, they'd probably say you don't
3: qualify actually right and it's like, well wait, I told you though that I was getting paid <laughs> right. off I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't really count, and the next thing I know and I mean, it wouldn't
2: give me any uh sense of comfort that I went home from the trial one day and then Gotti showed up at my house right I'm no. like wait he knows where'm oh this okay. isn't gonna work for me.
3: No. Yeah, no, I have to move. I have to get a new name. Probably out of the country. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing kind of starts with that first guy, which I didn't know anything about. The fact that the original trial they had against Gotti was against this guy. He had gotten into road rage with someone on the street, yeah. and they'd yelled, they'd exchanged words, or whatever, flipped each other off, and Gotti punched him. Punched this guy and then broke his arm or something. Or I guess he broke his arm later. Punched him in the in the street. And this guy was angry,
2: right? And he thinks... He called the cops. I'm going to press charge. I'll call the cops. Yeah. But he didn't know that it was Gotti. He did not know it was Gotti. He called the cops over at the scene of the crime. Yeah. So it was almost like he didn't even get a chance to go home. So he was like, dude, that was John Gotti who punched you. He was just mad and said, this guy punched me. Hey, the cops right there, come over here. Yep. And then they're like, okay, he well, double
3: parked or whatever. Yeah. I honked at him and he punched me. This is ridiculous. So he he told the cops this is what happened. And I mean, it did seem like at that point, at least before he knew that it was Gotti, so he was willing to press charges against this guy, right? I mean, that was right. that was my understanding because he still had no idea it's Gotti. Then this thing goes is getting ready to go to trial, and suddenly, oh, Gotti's going to go to trial. Some guy is accusing him of attacking him in the streets, and that guy is like, oh my God. Right. And of course, the next thing you know, this guy shows up with his arm in a sling, and he's been beaten up or whatever. Who knows what else has happened? I thought that was an amazing line when Gotti was walking into the courtroom, and that reporter, and you just watched it last night, so you probably remember better, but she said something about, like, you know, well, what is this that we hear about that he may be having memory problems, that the witness may be having memory problems And And he goes, it do not look like he's got any memory problems to me <laughs> as yeah. he walks in. And then, of course, the guy did say, yeah, no, I don't remember. I don't want to talk about it. And right. that was well,
2: it. he said he came in and told the prosecution, yeah. "I don't want to testify." I don't want to do it. And then the prosecutor was like, "Well, you don't. Too bad. We can compel you to testify. Yep, you're a witness. And yep. Damn. So yep. then he got there. He was like, "Yeah, I don't." They're like, uh, "Shouldn't spot the guy work, out then. there?" And he's like, "In the courtroom. No. Like, can you
3: point to the person?" He, mm-hmm. They said he
2: looked straight. To wouldn't the even ceiling. look at Gotti,
3: <laughs> which I wouldn't either. Right. By the way, right. I'm not positive that even doing this makes me safe. I don't no. know. I still think there's a chance they're so angry at me that no matter how I do this. I, I, might, I might get killed, but right. I'm going to try my hardest at that point. Of course. I mean, of all the people. It's clear you guys can't protect me. Right. all the people to call the cops. Right. It's really just like the movies. I mean, right. it was. I guess they're basically saying, and that's what this documentary is kind of about, is that when Gotti went away, that was kind of the end of the mob as we knew it from the movies, from from Hollywood. But I just
2: wonder if that's true. Who knows? Because everybody was like, all the ex-mobsters were like, yeah, you know, he was always, nobody wants to be in the paper, we're supposed to be secret. Right. God, he was different. So maybe it is still a secret society, there's whoever, I know his brother took over for a while after that, and his son, John Jr. And there are
3: still, if you look it up, they've still got the captains and the bosses for the different cities. So, I mean, it's still a thing. I just don't know. They were saying at the end that it's not nearly as big a thing,
2: which... I, I would think it's buy it. unions nearly, probably aren't, you know. It's probably not nearly as big a thing because they don't sell drugs. Yeah, that's. Uh, and all those movies make it sound like they don't sell drugs because they don't want to get hook, kids hooked. That ain't it. That's not the reason. It's never been it. It's because it's they don't want to get busted. Right. You do 50 years for that. Now. And you've got some guy who has to sell turn. the
3: drugs, and they're going to tell.
2: And they're going they so the to tell. drugs are too Yeah, it's just too Too risky. If you get, you know. For whatever else you're doing, labor unions and all that, you yeah, know, whatever. All these shakedowns. Right. You'll be yep. all right. Yep. And running numbers but, and all that. Right. But if you're doing, you know, you got kilos of heroin, you're going to go to jail for a long time. That's when you talk. Yeah. who's the guy that we interviewed that wrote the book? The former mafia guy? I remember. He was good. Yeah.
3: He was really good. I c- cannot remember who that is. I've tried looking him up. There's been so many former mob guys who've written books, but... He made it sound like when we interviewed him that, you know, the the drug thing was because of kids. And it's, you know, they made it pretty clear that's not why. Right. Which makes a lot more sense what the cops are saying. Someone's got to go sell those drugs, which means now you've got all these connections to the person, but all the way back to the mob, you know, no matter right. how many degrees it is. And you're
2: more likely to rat on fifty
3: years than you are ten. Yep. And the cops are going to say, we don't care about this person who is selling the drugs. We want the person above you. I want the person above you. And now I'm guessing though there is that thing where if you know that you're working for the mob, maybe you don't rat on them, but still it's just it's not a it's not because they're trying to keep the kids safe. It's a it's a risk thing. Risk right. versus reward. So, and maybe they do sell drugs. now. I've heard that some of them do, but you know, some different cities, but I have no idea. Well, they how it works.
2: they showed the younger guys and the younger guys were all They doing were into it. it. He said we all did it. They told us not to. Yeah. You know, he's like I tell my dad, like a guy came with heroin or whatever. He's like, I told my dad, like, Dad sell that. It's a quick He's like, I'm not selling it. it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And he's like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Oh, don't kill me. Who'll yep. kill you? Yep. <laughs> they will.
3: Yep. All Listen right. to your dad. Right. Although I don't know that he did. I mean, no, he, he said he sold it. It Man, seems to like me like he, twenty grand a day. He continued to sell drugs. I could be wrong, but he was certainly selling them. And right. seemed to, I assume that he continued to sell them. But yeah, uh, it's, well, he it's, said it's all it's the old timers. They were the ones
2: who were like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do it."
3: Yeah, and that guy that we talked to, I mean, he wasn't that old. But I guess he would have gotten out. I think he got out sometime in the early two thousands, nineties or early two thousands. Whoever that was. Uh, I mean, I have to go back and see if I can figure out who the hell that was because I was really curious. I know he wrote a book, and I know that he was from New York. It was definitely a New York guy. But yeah, anyway, the point is with Gotti, at least up through Gotti, everything that they show in that documentary is exactly like Goodfellas. Yeah. It's just like it's portrayed in the movies. And I don't know of a lot well, of things. Well, even in the
2: documentary, they're like, you know, yeah, you know, Gotti hung out with Tommy. Right. And Tommy is Tommy from Goodfellas. That's right. who it's based on. Yep. So they even, you know, yep. like even the mafia guys, like, that's Tommy. Yeah.
3: And you can look those D guys Simone up. The, or something. The guys that were connected the the Donnie Brasco story. I saw right. the connection there. You can see who, I don't remember Pacino's character's name, but those guys and who the boss was that they right. referenced in the movie. They're all, it's a pretty. I guess, small world, of which course. isn't surprising. But yeah,
2: it's good. good. Uh, well, I got to remember. When they knew that Gotti killed that guy. Oh, yeah. The mob boss. Yeah. And that he did it. And then they stopped him on his way out, walk, going to work, and they were like, you know, what do you think about Paul dying? And he's like, Man, everybody's got to go. <laughs> yep.
3: Like... That's how you become the boss, I guess. Everybody's got to go sometime.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what happened. He did have
3: a personality. He He did. not that just like a character in a movie? It's kind of weird. I know they made the John Travolta Gotti movie, and maybe they've made another forgettable one. That John Travolta one was like one of the worst reviewed things I've ever seen. It wasn't great, but the story's
2: interesting. Right. I'm just surprised that
3: someone hasn't done the Gotti story well. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Like Scorsese Scorsese or somebody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Back in the 80s, Paul Castellano was the boss of the biggest organized crime family, the Gambino family. Big
4: Paul Castellano, Castellano is dead. The most powerful mafia boss in America.
1: The king is dead.
4: It became apparent to everybody who had organized it.
2: And that was John Gotti. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. I got something for you. Okay. Uh, today's November 8th, right? Yes, it is. This is stories from November 8th, 2023. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to click on it after what we were talking about. Okay. Federal prosecutors in New York on Wednesday, that's today, yep. announced the arrest of 10 men allegedly belonging to or associated with the Gambino Mafia family. Okay. As well as the arrests in Italy of six other alleged organized crime members and associates. It's almost like we knew wow. that that happened when we talked about
3: it. Yeah, or like we didn't. I mean, that's pretty crazy. That Right. I can't remember the last time, but I guess maybe if I'd read about it a year ago, I wouldn't have thought much of it.
2: But, but still, uh, defendants in Brooklyn federal court are accused of racketeering, conspiracy, uh, that allegedly involved violent extortions, assaults, arson, and union related crimes. They're still, so they're still yep. shaking.
3: So, but this is recent, or are they saying we're charging you with today, something that you did? No, I know, but I'm saying, like, are we charging something you did years ago? No. Or we're charging you something <laughs> that you're guys, doing right prosecutors now? The
2: prosecutor said Brooklyn defendants who are charged in a 16 count indictment committing those crimes as part of an effort to dominate New York's, uh, Harding, and demolition industries. The Gambinos are one of New York Five's Cosa Nostra organized crime cliques. They call it. Okay. Uh, it previously was led by the Notorious Boss John Gotti. So they're still, they're still at it. Maybe uh, it's not as guys. Big. Here's some of the guys they arrested today: Joey Brooklyn, Diego Danny, Fifi, Twin. And Benny Slick. <laughs> okay. And this was all in New
3: York? Yeah, all today. I'm looking right now. Yeah, Gambino, Family Mafia Crackdown, 16 arrests. I, I can't believe... I mean, I guess I can. I'm just shocked that they're still shaking down the unions and all that same stuff. We we talked about this, I don't know, a year or two ago, and we were talking about... Because someone put out... I guess it's been longer than that. Remember when someone did that book, and I think they did a documentary or something about the the mafia in Kansas City, mm-hmm. organized crime... And we were just looking at different cities, or I was trying to look it up. And they were talking about how they used to be... It's so small. Run, yeah, running numbers was a, a big business. And it just everything that I read said that, that it came back to that, that it's just the, the money's not there anymore. So, small, so it yeah. can't support very many people, but you might still have a couple guys doing it. Mm-hmm. And I found a picture of a guy that had been at some point charged or maybe accused, but never charged. Of being like a boss locally, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to say this person's name, right? Because I can't figure out." But he 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 would always pop up. I mean, he definitely looked straight out of central casting. Had the nice suit on and everything. But I don't know. I can't find anything about it. I did find though that when it was still going on here, that there was a, a one of the big stories that was in that book is that there was like uh, the guy who ran the city in Kansas City. I don't remember his name. I think he lived down by your old Place Snowcone, Cone, or he no, had Market. an office down in River Market. River Market maybe it was, was the big neighborhood. Maybe back he had in the an day. office down there. That yeah, seventies. The that's where everything was. I, so I think that's where like the headquarters was, whatever. And <laughs> the guy that was running all the numbers for him, uh-huh. I, they showed pictures of this guy in this thing I was reading. They talk about him being murdered in his home, and then. They show a, a an article, like a news article, mm-hmm. from the paper at the time, and it showed his address. It is like six houses down from me. So I don't know mm. if that is if they tore that house down and if it's the same house or not. I don't know. I'm guessing that the people who live mm. there probably wouldn't know. They probably don't tell you that when you go to buy That's a house. But it would be kind of a crazy thing if you're living in that house, right, yeah. that this is where they came and got this guy. Like, I don't know. That's a... One of those things that to this day we've gone back and forth on this. I still don't know if a realtor has to disclose that someone died in the house or not. I think we said yes. I think you said <laughs> that mm-hmm. our realtor friend said that you do, but maybe it's only if it's the last time. I would have sworn that like, that was a like thing a in the movies. That would make more sense, like I guess. If someone dies with
4: natural causes, they don't
2: have Well, right,
3: to. that for sure. But, but someone told us at work one time that someone had committed suicide. Yeah, in I their wonder place. if a suicide. And they would told have them, to. and I was like, they told you about a suicide? Now he said it was because and I don't want to get graphic, but because there was some left
2: blood evidence things. left behind,
3: okay, right? That yeah. could have been found under if they were to go remodel um, the bathroom. And, th- and I was like, well, I guess something. that yeah. makes sense, sort yeah. of. Yeah. But it's sort of like the: Do you have to tell someone when a house is haunted? No. I would just assume no. that... No, you definitely well, don't. no such things. Right, exactly. So I just kind of thought that it was the same if someone gets murdered somewhere. But I guess maybe you would like to know, especially if you're the, if you're the person moving in immediately after, and like, hey, the last guy that lived here, uh, he was in the mafia, and they killed him and his whole family. I guess I would like to know. I would love to know. I'd like to know. And for honestly, sure. I would like to know, I guess, if, if the you know, family that lived here was like some sort of... The dad murdered, suicided everybody. I mean, it doesn't mean that anyone's coming back for me. They're all gone, but mm-hmm. still... I don't know. I I would well, kind of like to know that. I think
2: you guys are just yeah, you guys are saying it's small. I'm not sure it is, man. Like this says the Gambino crime family is run by a guy named Cephalou and he took over for Peter Gotti as the boss in two thousand eleven. He was sixty four at the time. Mm-hmm. He's seventy six now. He served two prison times. Uh terms he was first sentenced to six years for heroin smuggling so they're mm-hmm. in the drug business now mm-hmm. yeah we were saying locally
3: so, i know if it exists at all it's really small i don't know about don't, new york they acted like it was smaller the, yeah, like, I,
4: yeah, mean, yeah if, I, d- I don't but i just i feel like it's small everywhere now. yeah but yeah. now but maybe they want us to think that i don't know of yeah course. exactly that's like
2: in that in the documentary we watched. like it's supposed to be a secret society well, yeah, right god was the only one who was out there in the newspapers that's why you guys all knew about it we didn't yeah. That guy's like, I didn't
3: want to be in the newspaper. Right. I'm just going off what the cop or prosecutor said at the end of mm-hmm. the documentary, where she's just like, you know, that was kind of the end of that being a big, yeah. that organized crime being a big... And what I read
4: about KC is that it's basically non-existent. That now. It, there's, it's, there's a it could bit, exist, right, that
3: there could be something. That's what I've read, too. Now, again, could, how would they know? If the yeah, guys aren't right. like Gotti and they're good at their jobs, yeah. then maybe we just don't know. But I've never heard someone say, uh, hey, you know, my... Mom owns a business, or my dad owns a business, and they got shook down by someone telling yeah. them that they had to pay them off. I've never you heard hear of a lot that. You
4: hear all the rumors about like Casey Produce, and like you, you hear those these rumors old time rumors, right? About oh, what about store, this I'm not place? Name, yeah. But, yeah,
3: because it was in a movie, or that's the one that they were talking about in the movie. But I'm like, yeah,
4: a River Market in the '70s. I mean, there's car bombings. There's and look, and there's
3: there's, there's news articles and there's books that you can read about it, and, and you can go to the library right now. And so I believe that stuff. The it's Valentine's when people Day start Massacre. telling that it. A random friend or family member starts saying, like, well, you know, such-and-such produce and and such-and-such grocery. And you're like, I I know. I've heard those same things. I don't know if you've ever actually looked into it. Right. But again, like Basil said, if they were doing their job, I guess we wouldn't know. Because in that documentary, she made a big point that Gotti was the only one Mm -hmm. who did that. And, I mean, she tried to make it seem like he was one of the worst mob bosses of all time because he couldn't stay away from the limelight Mm -hmm. and that he brought it down. Maybe she's also trying to play up how... Pivotal that moment was True. when they convicted Gotti. Like, hey, you know what? When we convicted Gotti, it basically went away because that's their goal, right? That's you the police names and prosecutor's goal.
4: You know what I mean? Like, you heard those names for a long time. You don't hear any
3: big names. But anymore. didn't we always hear him later, other than Gotti? Did you hear about names of people that were?
2: Yeah, who are the guys you know? The behind, currently guy.
4: Gatti? I mean, I, I, I guess I couldn't think of any, but I, mean, I wasn't around at the time. But I feel I, it just seemed like those like people; those names were known. But it, it seems I at don't least feel like I did not
2: speak to it. Any of them until they got arrested.
3: Gotti was the only one. I yeah, mean, he, he was, was in magazines there. and everything yeah. else. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd watch the movies and you'd look up the guys to see if you know were they using their real names? Or was it a real person? Like but I didn't know
4: Capone was known, right? Sure,
3: but now we're going way, yeah. way back. But that's what
4: yeah. I'm saying. I, I, just, I feel like there were names that people knew. Yeah.
3: Okay. And People knew Gotti. Yeah, in between there, I really don't know. I mean, honestly, you could tell me someone, and I might be like, sure, just like a poet. if you lived okay. in New York, you might have. Well, that's my thing. If you lived there, I mean, even in the movies, it was portrayed as, if you lived in one of these neighborhoods, and you owned a business, mm-hmm. you knew. You knew these guys. And, and, and if you knew someone who owned a business, you knew about it, because they told stories about these yeah. guys came to shake me down, or they... Said they're going to do this, or oh, you know what? I'm mad at this neighboring business. I need some protection. I'm going to go ask. Since I pay for all this protection, I'm going to go ask for it. I've never heard anyone have one of those stories personally, like from their past locally. But obviously, you know, I'm not saying even when it was at its biggest, I know it wasn't big at all compared to New York. But I mean, I I, I do find it interesting. And that documentary that that guy put out was interesting. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen that. But if you go to the library, there's, I don't know, four or five books that are just about the local mafia. It's kind of crazy to look back mm-hmm. and say, okay, some of it wasn't that long ago. I mean, that guy getting murdered down the street, I want to say that was in the 80s, but it might have been the 70s. But yeah, yeah that guy, people will that know his 70s name.
4: Was, there was a lot of car bombings, a lot of violence. Yeah, yeah.
3: and the guy that ran the whole thing out of River Market, people probably, mm-hmm. some yeah. people probably remember Dino his right name. There, I can see what he that. looks like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I assumed that in movies like Casino, that maybe that's what they're referencing when they just show that Grocery store. Oh, the, the
4: grocery store and casino is like down the street. But, where but I've is.
3: heard conflicting accounts about whether or not that was the actual grocery store where it was happening. Or if the movie took a couple of places and oh, turned okay. into one, I've just heard both things, which both kind of make so sense. I drive guess. Drive by that
4: grocery store all the time. And yeah. I always thought that's where. That's me too. To be, me know? too.
3: Like, well, that was a the the place. In the movie was across the street. Right, but yeah. in those books, and it's been so long. Again, I or someone had told me that it could be that those things were. It was a you know Hollywood's way of condensing it because it was a few different right, places. Right. But River Market was definitely River Market was right down by where you live. Definitely, Bob. Now that's one of those things too. Like as you're watching something like Get Gotti. Or Goodfellas or Godfather or whatever. You think to yourself, could I get wrapped up in this? And I think a lot of people like to think that they could, for sure. I mean, th- there's money, mm-hmm. there's women, all those things. But, man, I don't know that loyalty guarantees any type of safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, even – I'm
2: not no, just talking sure. about
3: other rival people coming after you. I'm talking about your own person. Yeah,
2: the person that happens. you
3: work for, the person that you're loyal to, doesn't matter how loyal you are, at least in the movies – They can get paranoid, and it seems like the longer they're in power, Mm -hmm. again, in the movies, Mm -hmm. the more likely they are to get paranoid, and the next thing you know, they're coming for you. Mm -hmm. And You're like, Jesus Christ, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I've been nothing but loyal this whole time. I think that would be too much for me. I'm guessing you guys would say yes. You think you could do it? I just think you if you grew up around in, it, you probably, like that well, guy said, different. you know, yeah. my
2: dad said, you're never going to Your do dad's this. in it. Absolutely. And he's like, so I went to the boss and yep. said, I want to work for you. Yep. I think yep. if you're around it all the time. Uh, uh, absolutely. Mm, I mean, I, you know. I, think, I think that goes a lot for of us things. I'd be like, well, that, that's hard. But
3: I'm saying, I'm thinking more like a Bronx tail type situation. I guess that was growing up around it because he's little. Yeah. But even if you were in your late teens, early 20s, and you found yourself, you I know, befriending someone who's like, I'd like to take you under my wing.
2: Would I think you? It, uh, yeah, but I just think it'd be much harder for us to say yes as opposed to people I think who grew so up too. in the area around it. Their parents did it. Their grandparents did it. Yeah, I think if that volume. was the case, then I'd be well, like, that yeah, that hurts. Yeah, right. I'd be yeah. like, yeah.
3: Yeah, I just you know if there was something some consistency where they said as long as you are loyal and don't rat on anybody, don't do anything, your own people won't hurt you. But that's not the case. I mean, that's in these stories, be, maybe it's rumored that's but supposed don't they, to be. Don't they want
4: to be able to trace your lineage back to Italy somehow? Yeah, to be part
3: yeah. in order to be a boss, in order to be, be fully made. made yeah, you, like have you have to be, be able to trace it back to. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to be uh, Italian. I mean, at least in the movies, that's what they that's, say. Yeah. Again, I don't know And Goodfellas, but. he said he couldn't become made because he wasn't 100 percent right. Sicilian, Irish, right? Yeah. yeah, he was 50 percent or whatever. So, again, basing that off Goodfellas, that could be... Well, that was
4: based off Henry Hill's book, I right? know,
3: right? But I don't know which parts are true and which yeah. parts aren't. I'm yeah. just saying yeah. we are getting that from Goodfellas when we say, look, I don't think I could be Italian because you can't I trace my roots Scorsese's 100% to a, the old country. That's a credible We source. know where we're getting that. Yeah, I get, I'm with you. I'm just as a, a few non-Italian guys sitting here. Mm-hmm. Sounds probably obvious where we're getting this information. <laughs> now, I could see as Donnie Brasco... You get caught up in a, a situation like that where you're a cop and now you're around this person. This person is kind to you. This person is also down on his luck. How oh, lucky. As it, you know, when it comes to someone who's made, mm. he's, he's looking out for you. He said, I'm going to be vouching for you. I'm the one. I'm putting my neck on the limb here. I'm going to vouch for you. He's done all this and I could totally see. Actually, I don't see how you could feel any other way. Than sympathetic towards that person, even knowing all the bad things they've done. Where well, I might even try right to mess up give the you case. guys a
2: little bit. I know you guys, you know, watched good fellows like I did. But uh, John Gotti, mm-hmm. his mother was Russian.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, so okay. there you go. Yeah. See, we get that from the movie. Really? Mm-hmm. We don't know,
2: and that's why I feel like uh, his maternal grandmother was Russian. Yeah. Yes, his father. And- uh, this is somebody else, Frank something, uh, but whose mother was Irish. I'm looking it up. Uh, I mean, Andrew Thomas Del Giorno. he was Polish and Italian, so it seems to be more than one.
3: So there you go. It's just that one
2: one line. Traditionally, the American movie. Mafia to become a made man, the inductee was required to be a male of full, full Sicilian.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Descent, which I think is what he says soon in the movie, extended right? yeah. to males of full Italian descent. So it was Sicilian at first, then it was Italian, and then later apparently and then into then later extended to males of half Italian descent through their okay. father's lineage.
3: So if your dad was Italian, so the father, then
2: you're good. Yeah, okay.
3: So then, wh- which side was uh, Henry's on? I don't remember. Do you?
4: Uh, it wasn't Henry. It was uh, De Niro in the movie that couldn't be made. Oh, that's well, right. He couldn't be. Well, no, but he couldn't. couldn't. He, Henry Hill what?
3: couldn't either because he's the one who said he couldn't. Could. Oh, he no, couldn't no, trace. He's, his, saying,
4: he's saying neither of us can. Yeah. but Joe Pesci can. Right. Right. And, right. But
3: Henry couldn't because he's the one who said they yeah, he couldn't trace Irish. my roots one hundred percent back to the old right, country right. Irish. Yeah. So I wonder which parent it was. His father was Irish. Ah, so then he still couldn't. That's right. That's okay. Right. But under but if his father had been Italian, yeah, his mom was a Sicilian. She was came from. Okay. Gotcha. Well, again, you know. Well, there you go. Sorry, sorry to showcase our ignorance here, but I mean, at least we've watched the movies. Yeah. At least we remember some of the information, mm-hmm. and we're looking it up. We are searching the stuff, and I mean, I think we've made it pretty clear that we're not talking any
2: trash on the mafia, right? No. <laughs> if I did. Also, historically, <laughs> Just, men from uh, northern <laughs> of northern Italian descent, you're out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So there's
3: something to that whole Sicilian that and north for south. Okay, right? yeah, interesting. They don't like each other. I don't
2: know enough about that,
0: yeah. but.
1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: What's going on? I bet you guys could figure some of these out with the guests. If you guys ever want to win a trivia night at the bar, this might be good information. I don't know if you saw, but I saw it yesterday morning. They hadn't even announced it yet. They said, "It's happening tonight." This was yesterday again. People Magazine will be announcing the sexiest man of the year. It's so weird to me that that's still such a big thing but then they took it to Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know has he been is this something he's done in the past where he got to announce it and then have the sexiest man alive come out on his program. So did you guys see who this year's sexiest man alive is? No.
2: Please welcome people's sexiest man alive Mr. Patrick Dempsey. Oh, everyone know Patrick Dempsey? Thank you. No. Anatomy guy. Yeah, with honors. Thank you very much. What I It's so the I, only
1: question I have.
4: I don't know. I'm just happy they made a decision, and that was me this year. I'm very you great. Finally, made the right decision.
3: Yes. Never give up on a dream. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. It's a pretty good honor to have. great Anatomy be, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Be hard to be humble when you're named the sexiest man For alive. have sure. I, I'm. Assuming that they let you know in advance, because you got to go to Kimmel, right? And you got to take those pictures. Right. I mean, right. I was assumed those pictures that they did a new photo shoot, like with Denzel. I, there were interviews, right? Don't they do an interview with the sexiest? Yeah. Do, they, man? They take, do
4: they take a bunch of pictures of different people and then decide? Or I do don't they... know,
3: because I, I've, I've never really looked too closely into it. I, I vaguely remember Denzel being named <laughs> Sexiest Man Alive and saying something about how he would have been named sooner if he weren't black. Do you remember that at all? Mm-hmm. That, but I don't know if he actually said that in the interview or if he said it in a different interview. But I did learn some stuff about it uh, this year, mm-hmm. some, some things that might help you win at bar night. For example, sexiest man alive, sexiest woman alive. I'm trying to think of who some of the sexiest women alive are uh, mm. that have won in the past. Scarlett well, Johansson? The reason it's hard to think of it is because they've only done it once. Mm. So it's just sexiest man alive. They've done sexiest woman alive once. Any guesses who that was? It was 2014. Mm-hmm. I know Snow Cone's a fan.
4: I mean, my guess Big was Scarlett Johansson.
3: Well, Kate Upton. Kate,
4: oh, that's Kate my next Upton. guess, yep. Kate Upton. I thought <laughs> yeah. you, if
3: you'd just give me one more, you'd probably have Those it. Those are my two to. there There's been um, One Sexiest Couple. That's only happened once. And it happened in 1993. Any guesses there? 93, Snow Cone, you would have been what? 22, F- 21? Yeah,
4: five. So, uh, five. Brad Pitt? 25. And one of his?
3: No. Brad, Brad Pitt would have just been getting getting that's started in 93. Yeah. Cool World probably came out, what, 91, 92, somewhere around there? Mm-hmm. So he would have just been getting started. No, this was Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere, which I forget even. And they say, I'm like,
2: oh, yeah. I thought you were about to say Cindy Crawford and Billy Joel. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs>
3: why? Were they a couple at some point? <laughs> oh, you're thinking of uh, you Christy, Sin- Christy, oh, Christy Brinkley. Brinkley. Yeah, I'm like,
2: man, when did Billy Joel date
3: Cindy <laughs> I you Crawford? Saying,
2: Christy Brinkley yeah. and Billy Joel. I was like, all right, man. When I
3: said Cindy Crawford, were you envisioning Christy Brinkley? Is that what you were picturing in your head, the blonde?
2: No, I had Cindy
3: Crawford okay. in my head. Okay. I, I mean,. Her and Richard Gere, I I remember that, but not until they said it. If they said Cindy Crawford won in 93, I really, with another person as a couple, I don't know that I would have guessed it. Now, 1988, this was um, an honoree for someone who actually wasn't alive, but um, it was one of only two non entertainers to ever win Sexiest Man Alive. And I'll just give you a clue he was a politician. So, a politician. Oh,
4: JFK Jr
3: uh john f kennedy jr yeah one of only two yeah. non-entertainers um obviously not with us anymore then the other one was david beckham he is alive that was mm-hmm. in 2015 as a non-entertainer mm-hmm. so those are the two who is the youngest he's the youngest isn't he i mean who beckham th- 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 he's th- an athlete i think they're saying like non-music or movies okay. Sorry. Okay. i would assume that's what they mean okay you do pop music or j- movies sure. and television sure. okay uh the youngest person to ever win sexiest man alive this was in 1990 hayley osmond <laughs> no, I think he would have been... Well, he might have been being born that year. Seen the '60s. Probably, yeah, but that, the, now you're talking like 98, so yeah. you yeah. got a ways to go. This is 1990, youngest recipient, he's 27, Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom man. Cruise was the youngest. I don't know how many times he's won, because I know that people have won more than once. The oldest recipient, you guys could guess who the oldest was. Harrison Ford. No, but that is a good guess. He was 59 at the time, but this was in 1989. Oof. You, you, I feel like you guys, when I say it, you're going to go, oh, of course. Mm. Sean Connery Mm, Sean Connery yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, Snoke and you remember going to see all those movies in the 80s he was in all of them the white hair he was still a leading man Uh, I mean I don't remember them because I was really little but I'm sure Mm -hmm, you remember them mm -hmm, pretty well mm -hmm. Um, people did not give out the award in 1994 so in 2015 it was retroactively given they gave the 1994 honors to someone all those years later Count Reeves won that And then the final one is the people who are uh, two-time winners. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is one of them. Yeah. Any other guesses? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is not. I thought for sure he'd be one of the two-time winners as well. Because I knew there was a few of them. I think it's four. Leo, not. I don't know. I assume that Leo has to have won it, but I didn't see anything about him on this thing. No. Has he won it? He's won it, I think. He did? Yeah. Uh, No. I mean, Brad Pitt and then his buddy. Clooney, Clooney, yes, okay, he's won more than once. And then Johnny Depp, which kind of surprised me. I don't know what years he won, but you know, apparently at least uh, twice. I guess they're all just twice. And then Richard Gere, and Richard Gere shouldn't surprise me. I know he was, he's been popular a really long time. I don't know what year they started doing the Sexiest Man Alive, but there you go. Who's your favorite of everyone on the list? Kate Upton excluded. Who do you think's the hottest of all those dudes? Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Clooney, Johnny Depp, Richard Gere, Sean Connery, Tom Cruise. JFK
2: Jr. David Beckham, I Beckham
4: though Beckham's re- Beckham just was freakishly just good really
2: looking. really good looking. Yeah,
4: freakishly I, good looking.
2: I just clean up uh, I like Clooney. I, his personality, the way well, he dresses, right? Feels like it's there's a little bit of class. Well, there. now we're doing like, little, like F Mary Kill yeah. because
3: Mary Clooney. I think. Yeah, I think that's course. pretty of everyone on the list. Mary Clooney, but I might F Beckham. I don't know.
4: Giant that seems like a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, I suppose he that, does. The, you know, but all the stuff you hear, he's doing. The hats. Sounds know? like fun. The hats, you know. Online. I know a lot you You like the idea of beating women and all that, but. Okay. The whole. Okay. I, well, you play guitar,
2: so you could jam with them.
3: Yeah, play guitar. Okay. You yeah, he drink. could jam all with right, them. Johnny Depp loves to jam.
2: That's what I he does. There's nothing that's more absurd than me in my mind picturing Snowcone over there. Well, imagine. <laughs> it would be. Short sleeve plaid t an aco- shirt and an acoustic guitar jamming. I could do With. it right now
4: for you. It, <laughs> There's a guitar It, it right would there. be
3: like Make-A-Wish. I'm not saying <laughs> it would be like the basement tapes. I'm right. saying that it would be like, hey, look They'd what he like, won. Jesus, a chance, man. A chance to he would jam. Look around and I be like, done.
2: she ruined my life. <laughs> she ruined my life. This is where I am.
3: The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're going to doom scroll in just a minute. Yeah.
2: Are you excited about that? Mm-hmm. I see Nick back there. Yeah. 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 Did you see that thing I sent you? I did see Oof. it. Yeah. Yep, yep. The right. same thing you sent me. Yeah.
4: Oh. Oof. Oof. Yep.
2: I was dying laughing. All I couldn't days. stop crying. You were laughing. I would um. have been laughing if I'd
3: watched it with you. I'm watching it alone on the couch, and so my nails are just digging into the couch. Yeah. Like, oh no, oh no, yeah. oh no, oh no. Oh yeah. man. You know, look, I look. We've done this laughing. for a long time. There's been plenty of instances where we're like, "Why did we just? Why did I just say that?"
2: You know what I mean? Plenty of instances where you said it on purpose.
3: I know, yeah. I know, but <laughs> that, that, then, let's yes. not run from it. Trying Those to years. dig it is what it is, trying to
2: dig yourself out is we so had a much jar worse. for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. true. Yeah,
3: that's true. But that's specifically that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying in <laughs> you're general. You're like, well,
2: I'm saying let's not run that's from true. that. No, no, that's or true. Else that's you're true. Gonna, there's be something on Twitter with it if you don't just say, "Yeah, we yeah. did it." Oh yeah, no, that's true. But and I, I forgot. Sometimes the with the mic's off, I still call Snow Coney. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Okay.
3: All I was going to say was in general, if you say something you regret, it's best not to dwell on it. At least not on the air. You no. can dwell on it later yeah. and you can dwell with your coworker and be like, damn it, I'm gonna get fired, aren't I? And your coworker can say, probably not. Ah, eh, probably. If it's Lazo, he will probably mess with you. But in the moment, I think it's best to just yeah,
2: move be. along. Yeah, you say something. Mean, anytime in the past where I've tried to go You could in that one you couldn't though. It's not like, and if you haven't seen it, it whatever, but it, it, it's not a, like you just said it quickly. <laughs> right,
3: but once your it co-host was, says, hey, I don't know if you should say that, then I think you could just say, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry, It's what year yeah. is this? I shouldn't say that. and then right. that's it. But, yeah. key, but I felt yeah. like, you know, you're trying to, I just, and I like those guys, oh, you know, yeah. and so I'm rooting for them. I don't want anything bad to happen. lazel's at home dying laughing. Of course. Why laughing.
2: Of course. Crying. How many times did you watch it? Like 20. <laughs> okay. That doesn't and I couldn't stop laughing. The way... His, his other partner's face just went. <laughs> yeah, lot. the look yeah. on his face yeah. <laughs> the goes, crazy. The eyebrow I race. mean, I think. And then he just trying to like work through his brain. What, <laughs> right. do, I, like what do, I, do I say? I can just see it. He's like, I got. I can't I, I can't. I think he thought about ignoring it. Right, and then he's like, I can't, or yeah. else I'm complicit. <laughs> it, because not if not you say
3: just, something, yeah. you're drawing oh, more attention right. to it. But if you don't say anything, he's you're trying complicit. trying to work through it. Yeah, I mean it's a tough call, man. It's a tough call.
2: Right. But what wow. you
3: don't expect is for it to head where it's.
2: I man, mean, maybe he, you do.
3: He almost I, said, I, he almost said
4: put I, him down. I, I he
2: almost did. I thought like he can't he prove it but it, say, it, but it sounded like that to he me. He's like two weeks ago you we had, guys to are you had to put him are like, crazy. He said put him crazy. You're about to say put him down, didn't you? <laughs> right. he I couldn't hit. stop laughing. And I was sitting that, and I'm like, he, he almost said that, right? He misspoke. People, people are like, no, uh, I didn't it. think about that when I saw it. But it hit me <laughs> no. like clear as day. Yeah, he almost Like said a billboard. That. I'm like, I think you almost said that, man. No. Yes. I'm sure he just misspoke. Sure he came out we put him in our will or whatever. He got ahead of himself. I guess, man. <laughs> he misspoke. Man. <laughs> you guys got this idea. Thank God we don't do TV. Dude, we made, wouldn't yeah, laugh. we have laughed. just started like, laughing. It would be over. It would just well, be over. I would have you hey, television. put them where? They'd have to go to commercial. Like, that would have been my follow-up. Whoa. Right. What is well, you on. You where, where, are you, where are you going? I hope you're... You no, mean, no, no, no. Yeah, you, you put them in and some new digs. The, is that what you're about to say? And you could hear the producer saying, cut, guys. Right. We're like, no, going to no, a commercial. Now. We're going to commercial. Slip fast. fast. To talk to you more well, I was about just that. Just handing you rope, and just tossing it over to your side of the table. Uh, all right, we're Man. gonna do the news next.
3: The Church of Laszlo.
2: Yo, yo. Are we, we doing scrolling now? We're doing scrolling
3: now. Yes, indeed Let's we say. are. Um, Ivanka Trump is on the stand today. That's the uh, big news. Trump was on the stand Monday. And uh, she took the stand today. I don't know if she's still going. I think she's done. Her brothers took
0: the stand. They were part of the Trump organization. Ivanka's kind of positioned differently. What are you expecting from her on the stand?
5: Yeah, it's interesting. She was obviously a key person involved in a lot of negotiations of the deals that are at the heart of this case. But she's not actually a defendant anymore. She got dismissed out of it. But the judge, the same one who's deciding this entire thing, said she still has to come because she has relevant testimony. Because remember, at the heart of the state's case is this idea that the loans. And the banks were defrauded uh, by the fact that they were putting forth fake financial statements, sort of boosting their assets. Well, she's the one who actually brings in one of the key people, Deutsche Bank. So she's really can speak to that issue. And what were the terms of that? deal? Okay.
3: so she used to be a co-defendant originally. Then they dropped her as a co-defendant. But then the judge said, you still have to testify because you can give us valuable information, including the fact that you're the one who got Deutsche Deutsche Bank as a partner or whatever. So, I guess she gave her testimony from what I can tell. Maybe she's still in the middle, but I think she's done. And it sounds like she gave, uh, had a fairly different style, a different approach than her dad did on Monday, or her brothers for that matter. They said, I've seen the word measured used for two different descriptions of her testimony, but it sounds to me like everything I'm reading says that she's just said, I can't remember or I do not recall, which probably wouldn't have been a bad idea for her dad or her brothers. She's been asked
0: a number of questions about how loans were secured, about emails that went back and forth between her and different members of loan organizations. And she said repeatedly, politely, I do not recall or I don't remember, but most often I do not recall. And her way of answering this is very different from the combative and in some cases the rambling style of her father when he was here earlier this week. even from her uh, brother eric when he testified somewhat combatively he didn't recall and she doesn't either
3: i'm kind of surprised actually now that she's given the testimony of i don't recall i'm sorry i don't remember i'm sorry i do not recall i'm kind of surprised that they didn't all do that i mean i know trump probably is using this as a sort of a campaign stop just like the judge told him not to that i mean that let's be honest that makes sense and so maybe he wanted his son to do the same thing. But I would think that if Ivanka is able to sit up there and just say, I don't recall, I can't remember. We've heard testimonies like that so many times just in our lifetime. Wouldn't that be what her lawyers or what his lawyers tell her to do is just yeah. like, hey, just go up there and say, don't recall, don't remember. Well, of and course. maybe that's what they told all of them to do. But Trump's like, no. I'm gonna go out there and get a W. I'm gonna I'm gonna bait the judge into saying some things that I can then take out of context later. Like when he got and it works, he got that judge to say, "I'm not interested in listening to you." Exactly, and he was rambling, and then he can say he doesn't even want to listen to me. He doesn't right. want to hear my side of the story, and it works. I mean, right. He's he's calculated and. I got to think that he's doing that on purpose. He knows if I can get this guy to keep talking because he immediately is able to turn that stuff around and, or at least he tries. And I think that at least is one example where it worked well because his supporters seemed upset. And it did sound like if you look at the quote on a conservative website, The judge is saying, I'm not interested in what you have to say. Well, it doesn't look so good if you're just reading that. So anyway, uh, I guess that's it. She just says, I can't recall. I don't remember if there's more to it. And we'll find out later. Biden is asking for Israel once again to please take a break. Time out. Pause this uh, conflict, this war, because they want to try and get supplies into Gaza and they want to try getting the rest of these hostages freed he said at the end of a press conference last night they the reporters were asking you'll hear it at the end it's kind of hard to hear but they said you know have you talked to netanyahu and he says i called him and he didn't call me back but yes i have asked him to pause the fighting in gaza right. while we take some humanitarian steps
0: israel now faces a fierce fight urban warfare how it's unfolding is hard to judge the only video from the front lines filmed by Israeli soldiers. In footage from this week, they walk through an amusement park near Gaza City. Near the Ferris wheel, they say, is a Hamas tunnel. Gaza- Did you
3: see that? Did you see the tunnel next to yeah. the Ferris wheel? Gaza City,
0: now encircled, is the biggest terror base ever built, according to Israel's defense minister. President Biden, clearer than ever on Tuesday, that he's asked Israel's leader for that break in fighting. Did you asked the Prime of Israel for three pause. Of
1: talking I did ask him for a pause in the past. Yes. Still
3: waiting to hear some other things. Still waiting to hear some other things. But they said he's made it clear, looking for a
2: pause in the fighting. There's and, a, an amusement park in Gaza. I know. It's kind of crazy. I mm-hmm. just wouldn't have expected that.
3: You know, I heard some people who are being critical of the um narrative that Gaza is the world's biggest open outdoor prison camp or that it's a concentration camp right. I heard someone saying on something I was listening I don't know who this was I'm not saying it was someone I was a fan of but I just heard them just saying, the way they never describe
2: it don't get me wrong I, I spent a ton of time in the Middle East and I have no doubt I spent time in Kuwait and Abu Dhabi and Dubai no doubt those places have amusement parks and they're awesome yeah. when I went there you know it was before they started doing stuff there was grass and palm trees yeah And I remember asking somebody, they're like, you guys have palm trees? That That seems odd. And they're like, yeah, no, we bring them in every year. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Right. We just put them on the beach here so it looks like Miami. (laughs) Right. Like, all right, that's awesome. Yeah. So that wouldn't surprise me whatever they have. Just, you know, what I've heard of Gaza in my head. Right. In my head, the way people describe it to me in the news looks like uh, the beginning of Scarface. Yep, exactly. Right, that's what I, I'm like. Open oh, air they just have a fence camp. there, and yeah, okay. O- open air uh, I, prison when camp. When they said there's an amusement park, concentration I was like, what? camp.
3: Those are the two things I've heard. And the person I was listening to said I've never heard of a prison camp or concentration camp having Chinese restaurants and malls and uh, amusement parks. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. That can't just say amusement parks? because I I kind of was like, all right, I believe that they have restaurants and malls and all that, but amusement parks. And so I had to look it up, and there is one. I don't know. They could say that it's been closed for 25 years or that it hasn't been safe and however long. I don't know. But yeah, when they first showed that um, uh, you know, map of the tunnels where it was like an illustration on the news saying this is what Israel's going after, I'm like, okay, so that's a lot of tunnels. But I guess in my mind I'm thinking they assume that there's tunnels in these areas. They don't know which ones are right and which ones are I'm wrong. I'm sure
2: they've probably started you know, mapping them out. I'm sure
3: they've had it down. And yeah. when they show this stuff... On TV, on video, and you see it, it is it's just kind of crazy. I'm I'm an idiot though, so I never understood how any of that stuff is built. I don't understand how you build how people mine, how you build stuff underground and the roof doesn't collapse. I don't get it. You just got all these miles and miles of tunnels that run underneath the whole city. Like yeah. how was that dug? Was it dug by hand? Because it looks like it looks like it's been there for a while, at least in the videos that they're showing right now. And it
2: looks like I just wouldn't have expected them. An amusement park. Uh, uh, A Ferris wheel.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't have thought.
2: Yeah. Well, remember that
3: fire in uh, Iraq last month or month before at the wedding? When they showed the pictures of that building where that happened, it was next to this amusement park. Again, I don't know how recently that Ferris wheel there had been used or that amusement park, but it is still kind of crazy. But certainly for Gaza. I mean, I'm with you. That's why when the person said it, I was like, I feel like now you're exaggerating a bit with this amusement park thing. It did not look like Disney World in those pictures, but the fact is I did see rides there. So Barbara mm-hmm. Streisand, you know who she is? She's the uh, she's Babs, right? Barbara Streisand is Babs, I think. I don't know her other nicknames. I don't know much about Barbara Streisand, but I suppose I could learn because her memoir came out yesterday. And I saw people, just like when Britney's book came out, you keep seeing these little updates about her life and it's all from excerpts. And I guess I didn't realize that Babs had this book coming out one of the things they said Barbara Streisand has done, and this is just you know insight into the lifestyles of the rich and famous, she had her dog cloned three or four or five times, something like that. It cost a fortune. But just in case you're curious, if you are mega wealthy and you want to have your dog cloned, I guess you can do it, and you can do it over and over and over again as long as you got the money. But that's one thing. I've seen that in the movies. This excerpt that they were talking about on the news last night, this is kind of crazy because... This is the kind of thing that if it happened in a fictional movie, I'd say, well, that's ridiculous. It's over the top. This would never happen. We got
1: Winner's new memoirs out today, and Barbara revealing the first time that she played the ultimate celebrity card to deal with a bit of a problem a lot of us can relate to. It was when Siri, the Apple device, mispronounced her name, and here's what she did. She called Tim Cook from Apple and asked him to Mm -hmm. fix it, and he did. Mm -hmm. So now give it a try. Ask Siri who won the Oscar for Best Actress in Funny Girl, and you'll get the proper pronunciation. I guess it was saying
3: Streisand. And it should be Streisand. Imagine, hmm. imagine being in a, a, a person or in that position where you say, "Get Tim Cook on the phone," and he <laughs> say, "Hey, a, Siri's saying Streisand. It hmm. really should be Streisand. And he's like, "Let me fix that for you right immediately." <laughs> I mean, that is cool. the kind of thing. It's cool, but also I could see someone being like, "I'm not putting that in the book." You know, it's just it's, it sounds kind of. But I guess that's part of... Her image has never uh-huh. been, I'm one of you. That's you never to, been her yeah. image. Yeah. I'm just like you. Uh, you know, if it was Springsteen, that, it would be different. You have different. to put
2: that in it. I mean, it makes it interesting. People are talking about and, it, right? And if you don't, then someone's going to say you did. Uh, well, like, Here's my tell-all, and then you're not telling I all. was her
3: assistant for this long. Yep. And I can tell you a bunch of the things that she did. Uh, do you guys know what it means to be censured in the uh, uh, U.S. House uh, Representatives? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You gotta, you, yeah, speak, right? you gotta be quiet. Yeah, I don't know. I you always thought it was like, your, hey,
3: shut your hole. We're uh-huh. letting everybody know that we don't like what you said, and yeah. we voted on it, and the majority of us agree that we don't like what you said. So shut your. And hole. So, so, just shut it. Well, uh, that happened. I th- also thought that it's something that happens, I don't know. Somewhat often, I, it, I wasn't someone censured not Recently, that long yeah, ago. I thought Trump I thought there was, was too. A bunch. Okay, that's what Trump I thought. I thought lot, that there yeah. were people who were well, Rashida I think Tlaib,
2: Marjorie Taylor Green, or whatever she was. That's right? I thought. Yeah, th- that, I thought for sure
3: that they voted on one. I couldn't remember if it was Bobert or Marjorie, yeah, yeah. but that they voted on one of them to be censured, and then they, that same person. So it probably was Marjorie. That they took her. They they got rid of her. Fired her from a position as being on you know one of these task force, whatever they're called in Congress, and they're not cops, but whatever it is. But they make it sound like this is a super rare thing. Maybe it's rare that. This had bipartisan support. They were upset with something that she had posted on social media uh, a while back, and they voted quite a few uh, Democrats. Um, voted for this along with Republicans. Twenty-two
1: Democrats voted for the censure motion. Four Republicans voted against it. And the resolution focused on a social media post that Talib had made accusing President Biden of, quote, genocide, and including a video with the chant, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, a rallying cry that Hamas uses uh, that expresses its desire for the eradication of the Jewish state of Israel. I knew that she had
3: done that. I heard yeah, a bunch too. of controversy that she had said that. I... Guess I don't know what you do after that. You can be worked up and you can say, I like this or I don't like this. Don't but vote for it, her next right. time. But now they've censured her and they acted like this was a, what does a, that a actually very big mean? deal. I don't know. That's why I asked you guys. I was really hoping you guys would know what censured mean. Uh, I, meant I looked at, I mean, what looked What are the it ramifications up. of censured? Boy, I just thought one of you guys for sure would know this one. I was like, you know, I could read about this, but I'm in a hurry. So Snoke or Lazl, they'll know what being censured means. I'm pretty sure they're lying that it's happened more recently. Than what they're saying, because in that same story, they're the ones who said it hadn't happened in this many years. It's like, no, I swear this happened recently. I thought it did too. Yeah, so you you guys can look that up. I do know. Maybe they voted on it and
4: never got, you know, never went through. You know,
3: that could be. It could be that they someone being
4: censored and never. Yeah, that they proposed it. Hey, we're going to censure this person
3: unless they apologize, Uh or unless they maybe that's what happened in those previous instances that were recent. I don't know, but. She is the only Palestinian American serving in Congress. I know that. Um, boy, what else do I know about her? I mean, she's from Detroit, right? Yeah. I mean, Lazo knows that. Uh-huh. Um, and she's been censured. She's part of the, uh, what are they called? The uh, Fab. Uh,
4: yeah, the. What are the three? Well, I'm thinking of the um, The three. Yeah. AOC. Yeah, her, AOC, and then, her,
3: um, and I can't think of her name now. Who's no, from that, Minnesota, 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 right? Minnesota, yeah. So it's just. Elon uh, Omar. Alan Omar, what do they call the? Are they the Fab?
2: What do they call that group?
3: I don't
4: know. I'm thinking just, I'm else. thinking the Justice Democrats. So they come. So. Up,
2: a censure is a warning. It is the warning voice of suppression, of suspension or expulsion. So when it happens, I guess whoever is in charge stands up. They say a name and they say, "Please the take due notice thereof and govern yourself accordingly."
3: So it is exactly what we said. It's a hey. We don't like that. Censured by the
2: assembly for the reasons contained in the resolution. Uh, I now return you
3: to... That's exactly what we said it was then. Basically, it's literally, you're a jerk. we don't like what you said and we've taken a vote on it. It's like Laszlo getting the letter at school when he was yeah. a kid. It's like, similar. We like like, hey, we put this together. I know you weren't here, but this is a list of <laughs> everyone uh, who doesn't like you. Yep. They wrote their names All on right. it. I'm like, I don't want to come back to school now. But you did, right? I did. And I'm sure I'm she'll, she I'm I'm sure she'll to come work. back. Exactly. Alright, we'll take a break. Church Yo, doom scroll more. Yo, Florida. I've heard of it. Um... A woman was uh, delivering a package because she's an Amazon delivery person. Mm-hmm. And during that delivery, uh, she felt what she thought was a bee sting. Mm. She puts the package on the deck and takes a picture of the package, as you do, and then she kind of sits down on the sidewalk because she realizes the sting feels like, you now it's starting to feel like more than a bee sting. She turns around, and up on the deck next to the package is a rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. It's now sitting next to the package. Uh They don't say in the story, I was kind of hoping that they would warn the homeowners, hey, don't come outside to pick up the package right now. There's a rattlesnake there. But they did. Eventually, she realized that she'd been bit by this rattlesnake, and she tells 911, I've been bit by a rattlesnake. And uh, they send, you know, whoever that is, animal control, control, and they Hopefully come in an ambulance. Yeah, and an ambulance. Which uh, by the time she got in the ambulance, she thought she wasn't going to make Monet it.
0: Monet Robinson says she was delivering packages in Palm City, Florida, when she felt a sting on her leg. I felt like a bee sting, but it was not a bee. It was an eastern diamondback rattlesnake. What just bit you? A snake. A snake. Let me get you on the phone
3: with fire Please Don't hang up. <laughs>
0: And I could hardly breathe because my so airway scared. was like
3: closing. My throat was like swelling. I mean, I don't know exactly how deadly these things are, but because I've got an ambulance, right? I'm in the ambulance. But knowing that I got bit by a snake, I mean, that's never happened to me before. A venomous snake, right? And then to feel that sense at your throat, that your airway like it's working, are closing up. I mean, I cannot imagine the amount of fear in that moment. Like, dude, what if? What if this kills me? Because you hear people. Some people get stung by a bee. They have an allergic reaction and it can right. kill them or almost kill them. Well, what if I have a quote-unquote allergic reaction? I'm sure some people handle snake venom better than others. I don't know. Am I going to be one of them? Probably not.
2: What well, do I not handle now, better? Certainly.
3: So, and I know you got it. Aren't you supposed to take the picture and tell them what kind of snake it was so you can get the antivenom? I guess that's more important when you're in a an area where there's a lot of venomous snakes and no one else saw it. You know, if you're out on a trail somewhere hiking or taking a right. dog for a walk, and you get You probably
4: know what a bit, rattlesnake looks like. Then right? they tell
3: you to take the picture. But yeah, if you, I guess in her case, it was pretty evident because the animal control people saw it. There was video now at this point, so they could tell the doctors at the hospital, hey, it was a, uh, a rattlesnake. And I'm sure they know the venomous snakes that are likely to bite you in that area. But how long do you think it took? First of all, she was in critical condition. It almost did kill her. She was in the hospital for three weeks. Wow. Recovering Damn. from that. Yeah, I thought that as long there's as you got a there room in time to give the ant- of snakes. Me neither. I had like, pet like, snakes when I was a me, kid,
2: whatever. and I've just, just make me sick. I never really thought I'd have to be in a hospital for three weeks.
3: And I understand it's also partially an irrational fear because people who are scared of the mute. If you say this thing is not venomous, it's not going to bite. They're they're creeped out by it. It's like saying this spider won't won't bite, can't bite, and certainly isn't venomous. And there's still plenty of people who don't want to pick up right, that true. spider because it's an irrational fear. I've never really had that with snakes. I I kind of like snakes. As a kid, I had two snakes. My brother had snakes which is probably why I wanted them and I you know I just never thought like if I see one we you would see them uh, at my summer camp they had them and they were the copperheads or whatever you could tell it's very obvious I mean their heads are shaped like triangles and um they would tell you you know oh, these are venomous and you kind of knew like yeah copperhead, pretty easy to spot there. I don't know how venomous it is, but you know, you know to stay away from it. Do. Well, someone would come, if it was you know far enough away, someone would come try and shoo it out. But there were several times where I saw them kill the snake. They would grab something. I recall one time we were doing arts and crafts, and one crawled up in between the floor. No and some girl was screaming. And so one of the counselors came over. He got like an oar from a canoe and a paddle and just started trying to behead it, and it worked. Somewhere I think I actually have pictures of him holding the snake down and getting its head off. But yeah, they tell the kids to run. The, the snake thing... Well, it
2: seems like some places you shouldn't go to camp. Well, I mean, you
3: know, there's going to be stuff like that, I guess, in the woods,
2: right? I don't know. Not They can find a place that doesn't have venomous snakes that can kill children.
3: I don't know how venomous those copperheads are. Well, like, they, they look scary, but I don't know how bad... I, a rattlesnake sounds bad. I know... Look, I don't know actually anything, so I don't know. Maybe the copperheads of Missouri are really just as dangerous as the eastern whatever rattlesnake, diamondback rattlesnake. But rattlesnakes sound scary to me. I do know that like there's certain snakes that lunge at you. And I think I know like the Arizona uh I don't know And I'm just trying to think what I'd that's be more scared scary. of at
2: your camp. The,
3: the camp counselors.
2: Or the camp counselor. I know.
3: By the way, that was just in the news. Not my camp, but the camp (laughs) next door was just in the news again yesterday. That lawsuit's still going on. It's all a big thing about the neighboring camp over there. Mm -hmm. That guy who admitted all that stuff. It wasn't my camp. I didn't go to to that camp. There were no allegations at my camp. I did not go there. Did not go there. You went to camp what? Copperhead? No, I'm sure. Yes, I went to camp Copperhead. And there was no molestation. As far as I know, no one ever got bit by a snake. Now, we did one year have um, coyotes that came out. And they, they looked rabid. They kept getting way too close to people, and they would stand out in the middle of where the A-frames were. And that did kind of freak me out. Because when you've got dogs that look rabid, and they're you know foaming at the mouth and not making any sense or not responding the way that you would expect an animal to respond, like people trying to scare them off, that was kind of scary. The snake thing, after hearing this story, though, in yeah. Florida, you know what it is. You got the antidote three weeks in the hospital. I think I might be a little bit more scared of snakes now. Um, how about alligators? Are you scared of alligators? You lived in Florida. No. You saw lots of alligators. Never really been scared of alligators either. I know they've got bursts sp- bursts of speed on land or whatever. Yeah. I just saw somebody shared one of a crocodile the other day. Showed how fast it could run on that land. girl's for a while. swimming on the thing in Disneyland. Yeah, I know, and I know. I mean, it feels like we have stories about alligators in Florida before. at least once a year. The, yeah, the the little kids getting attacked at the mm. apartment complex or whatever because there's water out front and they there's signs that say no children or don't get near the water, but it still happens. There's just so many alligators in Florida that you're bound to hear stories like this. But this woman was snorkeling, and she pops up from the top. I've never been snorkeling, actually, I don't think. She pops up from the top of the water and sees the eyes of this alligator. Oh, and I All guess right, I'd be scared like, That would freak me out. You just pop up. You didn't notice it earlier, and you look up, and there are the eyes staring back at you. I can't imagine. She gets bit, but it's like I don't think her brain has processed exactly what it the is alligator yet. alligator bites what her? Is ha- yeah, because she says that it bites her, and then she looks at it and realizes, oh my God, that's an alligator that bit me, and she's like, that's when it starts to hurt, which I feel like is kind of what uh, happens when the rattlesnake bites you. She's, that woman said it felt right, like sure, a bee yeah. sting. Once you see it's a rattlesnake. But I can't imagine <laughs> how an
2: alligator could bite you, and it doesn't no, automatically I know. just
3: hurt. I know. I think this is uh, coincidental <laughs> when she says, you know, once I saw it is when it started to hurt. I think she's just saying that it's also the same time that it started I to hurt. I ripped the
0: mask off and I turned and I saw it's like two little eyes like sticking out of the water.
3: I just heard a rush of water turned around to make sure like she was okay and I just saw the gator. I saw it, her head in its mouth.
5: And then like as I was running back and like I saw what it was, that's when it started hurting. I was like, ow, my forehead hurts really bad and my neck is in like so much pain.
3: Can you imagine you look over and you see your wife or girlfriend getting bit in her the head, face? Her head's in its mouth is already. Yeah, it's like Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, what am I supposed to do? You know, don't scream, Sarah. I don't know what you're supposed to tell her. You can't run over there. You're not gonna fight the alligator. Not for her. Look, I'm saying there's no adult that you'd probably do that for. For your kids, I think instinct probably kicks in, whether you're a mom or a dad, and I'm sure you go over there and you try and scare that thing, you punch it, you do whatever you got to do. It's just, you know, instinct. But you're there on a date. And you see, now you're like, oh, man. (laughs) I can't fight the thing also... Well, I won't say it, but you know what I'm thinking. You know exactly what I'm thinking. that's all we man, did get that email from. Uh, it would be a horrible, so.
2: ho- horrifying feeling. I, I,
3: I mean, which to be the one witnessing it or the one having it happen?
2: You're saying both, right? Yeah, but the one watching it. Yeah, because if you just turn over and well, let's just say if, whatever, man. It's just not. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. It's not ideal to be snorkeling they're, for fun with it's someone. It's a lose-lose situation because you turn you, over their head. It, it's in, in the mouth of a crocodile. Because you're going <laughs> to
3: run away or swim away, whatever. You're going to try and I'm flee. maybe splash it? <laughs> no way. It's already consumed with her. No, I but in, like I'm not like splasher trying to get it to move. She already distracted it. She's already going to need the stitches or whatever else is happening. The thing's going to eat her head off. Well, how it did they get nine, her out of it? It was a nine-foot alligator. Um, they said that there was a 79-year-old uh, guy that was standing there. He witnessed it, too. He said that he thought that he had b- bumped into the, uh, an alligator earlier, but, you know, wasn't certain. And uh, I guess this woman, she gets bit in the face. I mean, I saw a picture of her right after it, it happened. I don't see any, like, you see a little bit of blood from her head, but I don't see any permanent scars yeah, on her okay. face. So it so looks like Yeah, and then they were able to swim away. I guess that alligator, says, uh, swam away too, and they were able to get to shore. And then they give you, and she had minor injuries. And then it says, you know, these are the things that you're supposed to do to stay safe from alligators. You're supposed to keep a safe distance. Yeah, no kidding. You're not supposed to feed alligators. Gotcha. Uh, keep pets on a leash and away from the edge of riverbanks, ponds, and any body of water. Okay. And swim only in designated swimming areas during daylight hours and without pets. This is in Florida, of course. Right, so they're yeah. telling you these things to be safe. So, and then they say if you're concerned about a particular alligator, there's a number you can call. Yeah, it come literally get has gator in the name. It's like an eight 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 or eight six six number. And they it's have something, something like gator. Uh,
2: when I lived there, they they have like people who are like exterminators that are just like ga- yeah. I, you know coming, there was a reality show about one. Yeah, they'll just come and get them. They put the little loop around their neck, and I don't know if they put them back in the ocean or shoot them in the head. I have no idea. But
3: yeah, there was a reality show about one. He had a mullet. Do you remember that guy? He was somebody, the exterminator, and he. I, I think he had a picture of a gator on his truck and his logo. I mean, it makes sense. There's gators everywhere in Florida. They said that her getting bit in the head was actually a, a, a good thing. Like you wouldn't think that getting bit in the head is a good thing, but oh, it probably ideal. is. Because if if it had gotten a hold of it, her arm I almost said it's arm, if it got a hold of her arm, then it might have gotten a better grip and been able to it was a nine foot gator. I don't know how big that is. It's I mean I know big. it's nine feet, but to see it compared to others. It's is big. it a medium sized one? Is it a pretty big one? Uh but if it gotten a hold of her arm or leg, it might have had a better chance of getting a good hold of her and pulling her. Whereas with her head, I guess she's got a big head. I don't know. but <laughs>
2: Like it <a laughs> can't know, it's crush like, your skull, so it's like, and it's like, oh. Like, ah, I'm trying to get a hold of you, and it's like, it's ah, it's like too, too a it's That's like what a I was just going to say. It's like a jawbreaker, stronghead. right? strong head. Yeah, I don't want this I feel this like part. Would, if they bit it that hard and couldn't crush your skull. yeah. I feel like she would have more damage than that. Well, I
3: know. She's making it sound like her head, when it tried to bite and didn't get a good grip, her head was able to slide out of there because it didn't have a good grip like it could have with an arm or a leg. I would think that if you ripped your head out of the gator's jaws, you didn't have a great grip, you're going to have huge
2: yeah, that's what I was thinking, yeah.
3: gashes and permanent scars running along your face. But I don't know. Uh, I mentioned this yesterday. We ran out of time. The St. Louis teacher. Well, she wasn't actually St. Louis, but the s- suburbs of St. Louis who got in trouble Only for Only uh, fans running lady. an OnlyFans. She finally did an interview. look her up. What's her name? And Brianna Coppage, and um, she said that she has made quite a bit of money, I guess about a million dollars in six months, so that's not too bad. Coppage says her
0: yearly teaching salary was $42,000.
5: A lot of people asking, why don't you just get like a part-time job somewhere? But teachers also take all of their work home, so getting a second job is just really not possible. I'm not advertising it to students, but adults in the community continue to do so. Um, And I just don't think that's okay. Students were never meant to see this.
3: Yeah, it's not okay. Parents, stop sharing it with kids in the community. Who are these parents sharing it with kids in the community? I assume what she means is that they're giving it attention and press and publicity. Yeah, she made a million dollars in six months, according to these articles that came out yesterday. Now, in that interview, I watched her whole interview, and I never heard her talk about the money, but she did talk about money, I guess, uh, at some other point, and that's where they got this headline that they're running with where she says that she made $6 Six million dollars, or sorry, six million, a million dollars in six months, which is still pretty good. Right. I'm not saying she's unattractive because uh, she's obviously not. I'm just saying of all the people on OnlyFans uh, and some of the people that we've seen some of these stories that have made the news because it was a cop or it was whatever. There's been some attractive ones, um, and she is attractive. But I'd say that she must have hit a perfect storm there because she made a million in six months. Obviously, her being a teacher, her getting fired, yeah, and the publicity it got. But that's pretty good. Some of those other stories we heard sounded good at the time. Like, I made $50,000 in three months. You're like, damn, that's pretty Yeah, a million bucks good. is good. But a million bucks is real good. I'm guessing she's not done. I mean, I don't know what her. Uh, I mean, that's what like. Of course. Yeah. But can she make enough money in the next year or so? And you wait a long time to do an interview, right? Then you finally do an interview with TV. So this is the first one. So it gets her name back out there again. Then you wait and see if some daytime talk show host
2: wants Hope to talk to you. Hope somebody else will talk to you, right? Just keep your name and out there and people keep subscribing. Exactly,
3: and it reminds them again, oh, there she is. Exactly, and I feel like she might be able to make enough from this that your financial guy could help well, her I be mean, set for was life. I mean,
2: she's able to make a couple million. I'm sure she can. Be pretty
3: good, right? Yeah. I mean, she's young, so <laughs> she she can't go blowing be it. All right. Yeah, but she, I think you can still you can. Sur- Survive on $2 million yeah. now, right? Even yeah. if you're in your 20s, I think so. if someone just says you can't make any more money from here on out, but other than interest and things like that, I think you'd be I think all right. you make it.
0: The Church of Laszlo.
5: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
2: yeah. Yo. Yo. Well, um you know Is what's your so whore com- grandmother's still alive? All right. Alright. Yes. I'm just asking. Yes, she
4: just sent Bomb Pop a Halloween card My for two dollar bill.
2: I've got something that I think Did she get that got it over the weekend? All right. Somebody left it in her panties. Hey man, she's getting old, all right. Take it easy. She's <laughs> alive? Christ. Um that old I- bucket of whore. <laughs> Stop it, man! <laughs>
3: Bucket of hot is more like it. I got something that I think you know could uh, we could learn something about uh, each other coming up here. And you know, what, I'll just ask you, Snow Cone. When you were growing up, because I don't your childhood's kind of a mystery to me, and I think it is to your parents too. But um, when you were a kid, what was the? Well, I, I know your mom could be listening. but Was your mom a good cook or a bad cook? That'll be the first she thing. She cannot I be
4: asked. listening. She doesn't listen. She will not. Okay, um, she's not a good cook. Not home. a good cook.
3: No. Okay. She does
4: make a good lasagna and a good goulash. Okay, those are like the two things.
3: Even if you're bad cook, you got a couple staples,
4: right? Okay, and Did they you? may not
2: even be good, right. you it's, like just, it's better yeah, by right. comparison. So yes. like, exactly. Compared to everything else, i I want goulash. Exactly, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. I would agree yeah. with that.
4: I doubt it's yeah. even good, but just to me, right. yeah, it's the yeah, best yeah. thing she had. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you eat it? And anything? now you love it. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. She makes
4: meatloaf for. I've never had
2: goulash before. I don't even know really what it is. My it's mom would like make it sometimes. Noodles. I don't know. It's I don't know. it's good, I like it. I know it's like some sort of casserole, but what do you put in goulash? I have no idea. Mushrooms, I think it's I just, just beef or spiral and then, noodles and yeah, the beef, flat noodles. Yeah. So, did you like stroganoff? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, actually yeah, yeah. know the difference. That's actually, you know as what? You that's said, a good stroganoff
4: point.
3: I don't know the difference. I, I don't either. know the difference because one uh-huh. is Polish? I don't know the difference.
2: I didn't know stroganoff and goulash were the same thing. Well, that would explain I don't know it. That my they mother are. made stroganoff.
3: They 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 probably are different in my mind. Yeah, They're the same, are the same, and I don't know I'll, what yeah, what exactly goulash. my mom was making, but it was something like that. Well, did your parents or your mom? Did you guys eat? Like you know, I'm not saying you eat grits for dinner every night, but no. was there a poor thing that you ate ever? Like, did you guys have? Uh, looking back, did you look at any of the fried things egg you ate. Sandwiches, we had a lot of fried eggs. Oh, my mom mm. ate and still eats a ton of those. I, I, yeah, I, I still eat those. Like I like them. Sandwiches. They're good. Though. Exactly. And
4: the uh, tomato soup with noodles.
2: Okay, I tomato soup. Tomato, tomato
4: soup with uh, grilled cheese. So those would be the two. I would. Those are probably the most most common things. Okay.
2: All right. Eat. It feels like a lot of these things are, and not in your guys' case, but a lot of these things that you're talking about and things that are going to come up. It's mostly like what my dad made for me. Well, there's that. Because that I don't be think he knew it. how to cook. So he's mm-hmm. like, hey, what are we having for dinner? He's like, I don't know. Fried egg sandwiches, right? Man, I don't That's, remember I my dad And he made like cooking. three or four things that he learned in Vietnam. Yeah. We'd have like hot. Hi- if my mom was gone the first, first day, we'd have high lie. I still don't know what that is really, but. Is that a game? Like some sort of. Yeah, it is. But it's also some a sort of, of Whitey a it's Vietnamese a dish you would in make. It or something? Yeah, I don't know.
3: I don't recall my father ever preparing a meal for us. If I'm being honest, like my mom had surgery at some point and maybe a couple different times. And I remember she left meals out like in advance. They were frozen and he What's had instructions. F- Heat this up. Yeah. I, if he was feeding me that day and she was gone, we went out to eat. We went to Burger Boy or something. The only
4: thing my dad would have ever made would be funnel cakes, but I don't remember making a lot of
2: those.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you never even got to have uh, an I, actual no, funnel cake from I the man.
4: a ton of funnel oh, cakes. Oh, you did? And onion That, that he things. made? Well, I mean, if he was working at an event or whatever.
3: Okay. So, okay. Wait. Hold on. I knew that he sold the at-home kit. He actually made these things that he sold at yeah, had a little, events. Had the
4: little stand, the little trailer. Man, I always it. forget work that you them. that you that
3: worked shit. at the food stand. In yeah. my mind, it's just that I can see that thing that they sold at Walmart to make them at home. Yeah, that was way later. All right, we're gonna figure out who's the porters coming up here in a second. The
0: Church of Laszlo.
3: Yo, yo, what's going on? You weren't poor growing up. We've talked or about tomorrow? this. In the, poor, 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 P O O R. You weren't bore. poor. I don't mm-hmm. really remember. I know we did something a couple years ago where it was like these are signs that you were. Oh yeah, poor or whatever, yeah. and uh, something were about them. basketball goals. And I don't remember exactly what they were. I remember something about trampolines. Something about Food. what kind of basketball Food, goal. Sort of, yeah. yeah, but this this thing is just not necessarily telling you whether or not you're poor. I think it's just saying you probably were. If your parents fed you these foods a lot when you were a kid, then you're probably poor. But they're making the argument that these are great foods. It's from a parent magazine, so okay. I have no idea. But uh, you, being a, a a kid of, you know, some fortune, I don't want to okay. say that you were. Privilege? Uh, yeah, privilege, I guess, w- w- would be right. And you certainly weren't poor. Uh, are there any of these things that you ate and that you liked? Okay. Because I would think it that to me. Did the you first one, for sure, pretty much. Uh, Did the, you like them all? Um. Yeah, pretty much, I guess. Okay. You know the whole thing with grilled cheese, whatever. Uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese yeah, is the first time. one. Of course, um, if you were eating a lot of Kraft macaroni and cheese, it could be a sign that there wasn't a lot of money to go around. But if you were eating a lot of mac and cheese and it wasn't even the name brand, that's probably an even bigger indicator. So if you were eating the store brand, I don't know if that's as big of a deal now, but I'm telling you, kids, in the 90s, there was a stigma. If you had the store brand... And your friends were coming over. They knew, like it, it was a thing. No, now there's with still a all, thing. Lazo would say there still is with yeah. Aldi and Trader Joe's and those things. I know there's, there's been some mindsets that have changed a little Yours bit. Yours is the only people. one. I don't know, but I'm just saying, in case there has been, I promise I'm, you you're that d- even d- if I, I just like that you,
2: your 16 year old kid doesn't want to bring his friends over and you pull out macaroni and cheese in a black box. Right. That's not craft. You don't. There's been no. There's been no subtle mindset change. Yeah. I, He's not he doesn't love I, that. It could he be, does it,
3: but he doesn't love it. It could be I don't know. I'm just saying, just in case there is, in case you're young, you're like, no one cares about store brands. I'm telling you they did, and it was an right. issue. And if nothing else, your parents cared too because they knew for sure they and knew. And they care. And yeah, and they care. They care today. They, they probably still care today, exactly. Yes. So at the time, if they were eating that stuff, it was because they didn't have a choice. If they were feeding you, you know, quaffed my macaroni and cheese or whatever, and right. it was close but not quite right. They didn't want to do that. They had to do that. Now, one of the things that I did not eat, we did eat a ton of spaghetti,
2: mm-hmm. a lot.
3: But I, did, I never ate spaghetti with ketchup. Oh, no. I, I've never known anyone to no. do that. I, I made fun of some of the kids that I rode the bus with when I was a kid. We've you know talked about this for 20 years. They just years made now, like like noodles and put ketchup and on it? On. But I've n- no, I was going to say, I've never heard someone say that they put... I've heard ketchup on lots of things. Or eggs I was say, is things. that what they're saying? Yeah, that they put it on spaghetti. I've never... I've, I've heard people say that before, ketchup and spaghetti... But I've never met someone who says that they did it or that no. that, that they like it. Never. Now maybe someone on Twitch maybe, will tell us that they
2: did. I don't know. But I don't P- know. Th- people couldn't afford. I feel afford- like you'd at least put something in it. They say
3: you couldn't afford the marinara sauce, so they'll put people will put ketchup get it, but in the they pasta. Buy
2: like garlic and put it in there and just call it that.
3: Man, something you could exactly.
2: You could doctor it somehow.
3: Jazz it up a bit. Yes, right. you've got garlic salt, and now of course, once again, back to the store brand thing. But there are really cheap. Jars of marinara. Maybe there weren't in the 80s and 90s. uh, Maybe there weren't as plentiful. But you can buy marinara at the store for a dollar. And it might not be Newman's Own or whatever, but it's better than putting ketchup on your spaghetti. That beans and rice. We did eat beans and rice. I like beans and rice. You didn't eat it as a kid. That could. You know, some of this stuff too, though, is just like maybe just wasn't. First of all, how much did your parents cook? Who was the main cook? Was it your mom or was it your dad? If it was your mom. What kind of a cook was she? Was she into cooking? Did right. she have a limited repertoire of a cookbook? You know, so, yeah, something bigger still than beans and rice
2: is pretty basic.
3: It is pretty basic, but right. also my mom had like the staples, and you know, I would say that there was like a few things that she really. we really did. We probably only cycled through. I don't. I don't want her to. What, four or five things? You get mad. But I would say that it may be like 10 things that we really cycled through. We could try something else, but you knew that chicken and rice was going to be a thing. Yeah, You knew that we were going to do uh, breakfast for dinner sometimes, right? Right. Um, you knew that uh, there was going to be some sort of chicken at least, I would say, two times a week. Now, it could be that you're eating the leftovers in a different way the second time, but boiled... Um, baked. Boiled chicken? My mom boiled a lot of stuff. She boiled hot dogs. Ugh. She still boils chicken to this day. How do you eat boiled chicken? It, it, just like you would a rotisserie chicken. You pull it apart like that. I mean, she'd leave the skin on it. That's got to be all boiled. wet and soggy. That's gross. I don't understand. I've that never totally, heard of it. But she would do it, and she still boils chicken, I think. When I was leaving her house last weekend, I guess you must have just left. Uh, as I was leaving, she said, yeah, I've got chicken. I don't know what I'm going to do with it tonight. I guess I'll just boil it. And I just walked out of thinking, yeah. <laughs> You know, gross. I mean, again, it's it's what you that know. It's what you know. If you had it, you wouldn't think it's so bad, but you wouldn't think
2: that this is my preferred method. I've never eaten boiled chicken, but it just sounds disgusting. Like, isn't the skin all slippery and the gross? The skin is not crispy at all. And you eat it's, it? I don't. I never <laughs> did. But my, my mom
3: did. Oh, yeah, God. I, I, just like I, slippery, boiled I, skin? I, was, I couldn't tell you how old I was. When people talked about eating chicken skin, I thought they were talking about, well, yeah, if it's fried chicken from KFC, of course, but otherwise, absolutely not. It took me a, quite a while to realize that people are talking about, no, it doesn't have to be fried to not be wet and soggy. It can be baked. I hadn't really thought of this. Now, the yeah. thing is, I know I'd seen rotisserie chickens. I know I probably had it. But I must have just associated chicken skin at that point with
2: boiled off limits.
3: Absolutely off limits. That's gross. You don't eat it. Never, ever. Now, ramen noodles, I will say that that was a thing that I asked for my mom to buy that I would make for myself, like the couple lunch or whatever. But right. My mom never made ramen. We never did. No, we never made ramen I mean, for dinner. I mean, we never had. I drinks. have it in the
2: cabinet now. Yeah. yeah. So the and boys it, come home from school. It's something super easy. They don't have to cook anything. It's yeah. super easy.
3: Absolutely. And it's and I mean I like it. Yeah, so do. I don't want to eat it for dinner all the time, but it's something that I will buy still to this day. And something that I would ask for. I don't think my parents ever liked it, but they would buy it for me. The next one we did eat quite a bit, and again, all I have to do is rewind about three weeks when I was over at my mom's house uh, helping her out with some chores, and this is what we had for lunch, and that is. Bologna sandwiches. I still hmm. like bologna. Uh, my girlfriend does not like it at all. I've noticed it seems like more and more people that I encounter are like, no, why would you? Even my brother's like, why are you eating bologna? Don't eat that. I like it just fine. It's a thing to keep around. I put some mustard on it, put on some bread, a little cheese. I can eat a bologna sandwich for lunch. I don't really want to eat it for dinner, but I did eat it for dinner <laughs> uh, You know, quite a few times. We, well, we had
2: fried bologna.
3: We never had. And I'd ask
2: for it. You're talking my about where uncle, you just put it
3: in the skillet, right? Like my the uncle spam? would
2: come over if you had to watch me. you would yeah. be like, yeah, let's have fried bologna. Yeah. But, but uh, bologna is just like a cold hot dog. It's disgusting.
3: Yeah, like a flat cold, cold hot, hot dog. Cold hot dog is exactly what it
2: is. You're eating a cold hot dog sandwich. Well, like I, never, I didn't different. know that people just ate it cold. I thought you fried bologna. Oh, you only
3: I, ever ate it hot, like Spam.
2: Yeah, until later in my life.
3: Okay. No, I but used to I was
2: like, why are we eating cold hot dogs? If you cook it, it tastes like a hot dog. I would say it's a literal hot dog sandwich.
3: I would say it was up there with like peanut butter and jelly for a go-to lunch item. Bread, bologna, and mustard was a lunch item. And any that I was going somewhere, like if we went to the amusement park, because we always packed the lunch when we went to the amusement park,
2: Not like a-
3: <laughs> yeah, it was probably a sign. And we'd have to you leave the park, get the stamp, you go out to a picnic table, and we would eat our mm-hmm. lunch that we get out of the car. It was bologna, and like even to this day, if I'm out at the lake, or if it's a weekend away where we're like, hey, bring you some food. To bu- I, I will just buy bologna. <laughs> if you got like an Airbnb for a couple of days in the summertime, yes, I will still just buy bologna. It's I it's less common now, honestly, because no one else around me likes it anymore. No, I do like corned beef, hot, yeah. but I never liked Spam. And to me, when my mom would fry the bologna, it reminded me of Spam too much. I just tastes like cold. a hot dog. I know. I, I just, I don't know. Right. I, I, I I preferred it cold. I don't hate it. Have you tried the bologna with the stuff in it, you know? They they sell Oscar Mayer sells all kinds of different oh, you know, things. Yeah, whatever. pimentos and cheese yeah. and whatever you want. There's all kinds of things you can get. It's, it's pretty good. Um, tuna casserole, I know that was your one of your dad's least favorites. I know your dad's least favorite was Breakfast for dinner, yeah. but I know your dad hated hot tuna too because it was a weird no, thing. No, I hate him. it. He didn't. Oh, I thought your dad hated it. Okay, because no, I hate it. Okay, because my I don't know
2: if he loved it or didn't. I, my mother never made it, uh,
3: so I'm confusing our parents. In gotcha. I just because
2: had uh, people would be like a tuna. Melon. I'm like that's hot mayonnaise. You man. don't what like you hot doing? tuna. Yeah, because it's hot mayonnaise. Okay, so my like, dad likes hot mayonnaise.
3: Yeah, my dad liked... We had tuna casserole. There's tuna helper or whatever. Right. And my dad liked that. Now, I recall my mom being like, i was just making this for your father. I like it. I'll still eat it. Yes, I will definitely eat a tuna melt, and I will definitely eat tuna casserole or, or tuna helper or whatever. But it does seem, again, like one of those things where if you offer it up and you got people over your house, hey... I've got some tuna helper that most people most of the time are going to say I don't want that. I don't want hot tuna, right. just like they don't want bologna. So it's just kind of one of those things. Peanut butter and jelly, obviously, but yeah. I don't think, I think
2: everybody has it.
3: Right, I don't think that that's some a of these are just time thing. too.
2: I think if they're, if you're having peanut butter and jelly for dinner,
3: that's a different story that's exactly. a dinner. Then this is
2: just around to make whenever you want. Exactly. Same with the uh, mac and cheese and uh, right and noodles. You know, the, that's all stuff like it's just in the cupboard. Make it if you want it. Right, it's lunch. It's quick. It's
3: easy. And you're, if we've
2: all got a cup of noodles for dinner
3: (laughs) right Mm. then that's different right Right. times are tougher absolutely baloney to me is a quick easy thing just like peanut butter and jelly i'm not saying that i am going to invite guests over and serve it for dinner but the next one on the list is really bizarre because i would have never expected this to be on the list and of course, it ends up being something that not only did my mom make, she made it regularly because I asked for it. And I liked it so much that I almost never took my lunch to school. But when she made this, I would take it to school for as long as I had some left. She would make enough for me to take it for lunch for a couple of days. And that's potato soup. I didn't know that that was a poor people thing. Potato soup? Yeah, potato soup. And my mom would make a big thing of it. It was one of my favorites. And then I would put it in a big coffee thermos of my dad's and take it to work. Or take it to school and eat it for lunch. How old were you? I loved it. Elementary school. <laughs> wow, I loved man. it. I didn't what have to be still hot kid. in the thermos, you know, lunch Just is like bring 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: I didn't know it was a Jesus, thing, or I wouldn't man. have. Trust me, if I knew it was gonna end up on a list <laughs> like this, I wouldn't but have uh, still, done it. it been nobody said
2: anything when you just roll no. to school, and they're like, what's in the thermos? You like potato soup? No, because
3: kids ate soup sometimes. There were kids that were actually one of the kids, I'd say the most popular kid in my grade, he brought his lunch every day. So that might have helped the lunch-bringing crowd well, in my class. brought their lunch to, to school when I went, too, but He brought soup sometimes a, in a nobody thermos. Nobody brought
2: a thermos full of soup. They would have the little thermoses, usually,
3: and then they had the other stuff with it. So their moms would pack them, or dads, whatever, would pack them one of those little Many thermoses and had a little bit of soup that went along with their meal. I brought one of the big right, that's thermoses that you drink coffee out of all day, and it was just filled with soup. And I would just get a spoon from the lunch I understand the difference and eat soup for three, four days. I think sometimes it would last me Monday through Friday, and you'd eat it, I'd eat it five days in a row. Out of the same thermos? Well, no. Out of the same batch of soup at home, oh. and I'd, I'd heat it up in the morning, and then I put it in the just thermos. around all week with a <laughs> giant school. thermos. Of soup. And
2: the teacher's like, "Okay, nice. Reed, you want me to hold your thermos for you again right. tonight?" You yes, gotta, please. You gotta hold it. You gotta eat, <laughs> make lunch out of that for five days. I didn't you know marker about how much you can eat. How do you make potato soup? I just thought Is it was it like something good that my mom soup? made. Yeah, it's creamy. I thought it was something good. I've that seen my mom it made. at you know restaurants.
3: Well, I mean, you still see, like, when you buy canned soup, there's a lot of different potato-based yeah. creamy soups I'm from Campbell's. But, yeah, it was one of those things that my mom made that I really liked. So, but And they say that it's, like, a staple a staple from a lot of childhoods, but that if you ate it a lot, uh, and if it was, you know, something that you ate quite regularly, which we did, then it might be a sign that your family... And everybody I don't just sit down and eat fun. a bowl of soup. Well, my family's into soup. The spaghetti soup thing comes from them, so uh they like soup i'm actually anti-soup for a meal a stew maybe but soup i'm always disappointed like we're having soup i wouldn't say it to my mother's face now i say like she's eating soup my family loves it though my brothers like soup that was the one soup that i was like all right i'll eat this i i I will eat this she makes good potato soup just a lot of potatoes in there a lot of potatoes yep um sometimes i think she put little um bacon bits from the shaker Mm. you know I don't know if they were real bacon bits or not, but yeah. you know the dehydrated ones? I know ones? what you're talking about. Yeah. Is, are those still a thing? They have Yeah, to you can be. buy them. I haven't seen those in a long time. There we were like commercials them. for them on TV when I was a kid all the time.
2: Bacon bits. Yeah, you just can buy them in them the grocery bits, store.
3: Right? Okay. Hot dogs for dinner. Yes, of course that's going to end up on the list, but I think the difference here is, bring this back around, how did your parents prepare the hot dogs? Because you wouldn't think that, that would make a big difference, but I just think the fact that my mom boiled them says something. Yeah. I don't know why. She, still, she boils hot dogs. That's what she does. And I've never known anyone else to do that. It, you know, it seems to be one of her preferred methods of heating things up, but she she cooked them in, in, in water. And I think part of my, it's not a dislike, but the fact that I don't love hot dogs like a lot of my friends do, is because I do associate it with that smell and i know there's like that yeah there's that limp biscuit album or whatever yeah. right the hot dog flavored water yeah. there's that smell that that water would leave and then i when i'm cleaning the dishes that night and you And that's smell how that, she cooked
2: them no matter what I she never, never remember put one in a pan my just, dad
3: if he was home on the weekend could grill hot dogs right
2: Right, but did he ever put it in them, a
3: pan either one of them no she made them she made them in a pot like a big spaghetti pot filled with water and she'd take the lid off you know and take the tongs or whatever I'm and pull the hot dogs out.
2: Like it's a bratwurst. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like it's a beer brat, only yeah. just water.
3: Yeah, but I don't, which she boils those too. I don't boil brats either. But, oh, I do. Okay. So, so I will
2: boil beer brats in beer. I do I do, And cook then it you put in them in on beer. the grill.
3: Okay, so I fill the cast iron up with the uh, beer and uh, sauerkraut, right. and I cook it all in there. So it's sort of boiling it, but it's yeah. also grilling it at the same time. But yeah, she definitely, and that's how she cooks corn on the cob. Like, I don't know, most people I think put foiler on it, throw it in the oven. Maybe it was different back then but i only cooked it on,
2: on the grill okay so my mom only makes it in big tubs of water i know people boil corn though that, that doesn't seems sound less, so weird that's to what me. i
3: thought and i thought especially at as least back you walk then. around
2: with a big thermos of potato soup <laughs> so stupid man
3: i'm gonna ask my mom to make it again sometime it's really 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 good i think you'd like it are you a soup guy are you like i don't hate it but uh, are you disappointed if it's being offered as a meal
2: uh, depends on what it is. Yeah, I mean, like a, you know, like if it's chicken noodle. But my my mother made soup. It was like you know, we would have chicken noodles sometimes, but like it would be with giant noodles and and, and that's what my mom does. Ton of chicken. Yeah, she would do you know, the noodles. So was noodle almost soup. like I don't know, you know, she would call it making really noodles. Soup, actually, but, yeah. yeah,
3: And I, I always thought, well, this is kind of like soup, no, it's but like soup. It's mostly noodles, but yeah, she get those big wide noodles and. But then, I would think
2: it goes with something.
3: That's my thing. What do we have you I with so, it? Yeah. But it's always just the, the soup. And I was the odd man out, so everyone else seemed to love it, so whatever. And then, of course, the final thing is if you ate a lot of canned goods, which absolutely, and yeah. I still do to this day, and part of it's convenience, part of it, I guess, is I don't know any better. I, I don't know. I
2: I feel bad about it so I like canned
3: sometimes. corned beef. I like With canned my kids you now, I'm like,
2: man, they don't eat any of the stuff I ate. Because I think my parents had money, but we had most of that stuff. I think it was more time. Like, I, I don't.
3: Right, the, it's when you ate it. How often ate
2: Like literally, when you come home from school, we're both working. Like you got to make something. There's Spaghettios in there. Yeah, like make them yourself. Like, yeah. and they weren't gonna run and get Amy's kitchen. Not that it existed. Right. But it was like, here's SpaghettiOs, here's ravioli. Yeah. You like that it stuff. It was the default. Right.
3: The, right. That's, that's here's it, mac too. And it was cheese. normal. This
2: is how you make it. Like, here's hot dogs. They didn't say boil them. Right. But, exactly. right? Like, here's hot dogs. This is this is what you make, man. Yeah. And people right. weren't reading nutrition labels. And, yeah. You know, make a mental note. You cook that. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it, right? Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff,
3: if it sounds weird now, I promise it wasn't. Now, maybe bringing all that soup to school, like Laszlo said, was a little abnormal, I can't but imagine. I, I don't think our parents were reading the nutrition labels. They weren't no. talking about organic. It was like, hey, at least in my house, it was like food. We've got food. That's good, Goodbye. right? That, that's a good thing. The Church of Laszlo.
2: Yo. Yo. That's it. I just saw in the mail they got tickets for uh, the Mizzou game this weekend if you want to go. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. I should go. It's yeah.
3: on Saturday? Yeah. Well, what do I do? Why are you telling me now? Yeah, what, check your email. respond. Well, usually you respond for me when you see something like this. Uh, I haven't had an important email. On, oh, it's K-State and Mizzou tickets. Smoke right, on. you, you could 29. go to a game, too. <clears throat> oh, he's KU. I always forget. Mizzou, right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Hey, plenty of time to get there. It's not until, oh, it's on Friday. Well, no, it's until well, th- it's in the evening, right?
2: Wait, Mizzou plays oh, Friday night? It says they play Friday, yeah. Well, you can go.
3: I could, I could make that. It's not until 8 hmm. o'clock. Yeah. All right. Boom. One set of tickets for electronic ta- transfer. You're requesting those. Are we sure that this person? I'm not going to say it. Just go ahead. Say I'm interested. See what happens. You don't want to go to the K State game.
2: Your boys not I, like that. I can't don't you have this the boys? Weekend, but yeah, I can't go this weekend. But why not? I would like to. Why not? One week I will.
3: I, why can't you go this weekend?
2: Uh I, my youngest got one more they're doing that scrimmage football game so we'll be at Saturday I'll oh, be that time okay yeah.
3: well I thought you wanted to go to one of those games but
2: I do I, mean, I just
3: can't this weekend oh, okay well anyway thanks for the heads up appreciate it enjoy
2: yeah
3: I think that's it I think we're done Snowcone walked away but I'm pretty sure that right before we went on the air he said you have to say goodbye so I mean he didn't say you have to but I think he said it's time to say goodbye You did I'm pretty sure So you're going to go
2: yeah, well, she right. gives me
3: the tickets. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: good show, Eli Drinkwitz. You know who that is? Oh, I should learn. Right? Yeah, look it up. Stay positive, kids. The
1: Church, the church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.